Hello, hello, world. I hope everybody's having an awesome Sunday or whatever day this is that you're listening to this podcast. You have just tuned in to another episode of Raised in Kemp City. I am their host, Armand King, or King Armand, whichever way you want to display it, as long as you say it. Um, yes, so, hot topic of the hour. Backpage shutdown. Backpage CEO and founder um, being prosecuted. Man. So, I just, I've been asked several times today already on my opinion. I just got off the air doing two different radio shows. One of my other shows dealing with social justice. Uh, shout out to Al Jazeera, who was there filming us today. And that show is based off of gang documentation and cow gangs, but I was also asked there. Somewhere, some kind of way, uh, human sex trafficking creeps in. No matter what social justice issue we seem to be dealing with these days, that topic of human sex trafficking comes in. And after that show, I was actually um, a guest on another show called Social Hour, where they were talking about a, a, a bunch of different subjects, but the subject matter of human sex trafficking came up. And that's actually why I was invited to go on to this show. And um, unfortunately, they were talking about so many topics. Um, the human sex trafficking portion was, uh, was the last few minutes of the show. So I ran my mouth really, really fast and was invited back so they wouldn't make this into a continual series. So actually, um, next week's podcast will be live from there, being interviewed here multiple people. I will uh, plan on doing that. But... As far as now, in that topic that all through my LinkedIn timeline, everywhere else, back page, how do I feel about it? Honestly, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm more leaning towards I'm happy that it is shut down, and I'm happy that the, um, the, the, the CEOs are actually being tried and are in trouble for this, and um, just in the past two hours, I've heard mixed feelings from different people. Uh, community uh, organized with people that I'm, I deal with, and um, I've heard more people not happy about him being prosecuted. And I kind of thought it'd be the opposite. Uh, for years and years, the the male or the pimp was prosecuted. Even the the, the survivor, the, the the woman that was going to prostitute herself or being prostituted, was being prosecuted from off based off the of ads and stuff that was on Backpage, and so. It's like, hey, finally, you know, these pimps are really getting crumbed in comparison to some of these major groups like Backpage, major web hosters like like Arrow, like uh, Plenty of Fish. There's a numerous amount of sites. Backpage is far from the one, although it was the one with the most attention. People have already pretty much kind of geared off from Backpage, but there's still a substantial amount of people throughout the United States and probably abroad that use Backpage for uh, the sales and distribution of prostitution. So, um, yes, this, the, whoever the CEOs are, whoever these people are, they've been making millions of dollars off of the selling of sex and have gotten away with this for many, many, many years. And they are very, very, very much so conscious of what's happening on their site. They're not, they're not naive to it. They know it's been brought to their attention. And they, you know, even recently when um, something like this was happening to them, they were able to get their site back and operate their businesses as usual. They know. They just didn't care. And they were getting wealthy off of what they were doing. So now that they are uh, being charged, now that the page is down, 
around. They are, what's it called? They are, um, I think rightfully so, being charged. And they should be charged as if they were charging a pimp who had made that much money. As they are charging, as they would charge a pimp that had exploited and been um, involved with that many girls and guys. I think they should be charged the same way. It should be across the board. If it's somebody that's benefiting off of the sales of minors and, and selling the sex of people, individuals, and benefiting off of that, that it should be part of a RICO conspiracy. They should all be charged with a RICO conspiracy. The same exact way they charge these groups of youngsters and, and, and pimps and different people in the inner city and the community, charge these guys the same way. Let me see that happen, okay? If, if, it, if it's justice, you know, justice is equal, justice is fine, and it's open, then let's, let's have that same same degree of justice for these individuals. Let's see that. Okay, because if it was the other way around, and it was some, uh, some, young, some, some men that were operating a site similar to this, that, that were in the community or just around, they would be getting charged. They might even face a life. So let's see what happens. Okay. Now, um, what, what happened today, too, was brought to my attention um, via somebody else telling me a story of their their um, their family member, a female that was openly prostituting, known that she prostituted, she was not hiding it, was not mad about it, did not have a pimp, but she called this particular person who told me the story, um, called her, her family member and told her family member that... Um, almost in tears and sad and crying that back page was shut down now she was crying and sad because back page had been her source of income to keep the roof over her head to feed and pay for her children that she had she had been doing this for over 10 years she was not with the pimp right now this is what she did to eat this is what she did to feed her baby and back page was the main source of her income so now this woman is just like any person that was working um, or a job, a well-paying job that would have built a lifestyle based off of their job, their career, had children that fit that that depended on them to bring in money, you know, just like that. And so these people lose their job and go crazy or don't know what to do. You know, this is the same exact situation. The only difference is the product in which is being sold. And this lady was doing this out of her own accord. But in the streets, it's, it's a, there's so many contradictions and things that need to be faced when dealing with this human sex trafficking. Uh, I, the term human sex trafficking itself is brand new. Prostitution. There are so many different degrees, and everything is put in this one box. For the record, I am not condoning prostitution at all, but I know plenty of women who willingly and knowingly on their own, without a pimp, without any body um, directing them, forcing them, uh, force fraud or coercion, without trafficking them. Plenty of women that have been doing this and are doing this out of their pure choice. So, like, where, what, what, when, when do we stop putting, when do we stop putting these people and human beings in this box and judging human sex trafficking the same across the board? When? And in the same when and if ever are we going to also look at some of the males who are so-called pimps as victims and survivors also. Ooh, 
I know. I lost a few people there. What do you mean a pimp can be a survivor and a, and a victim of human sex trafficking? And I don't mean by prostituting itself. I mean by these young, like if you listen to last week's podcast, and we were, I was talking to a young man, he, six, he, was, he was 15 years old, already involved in a round pimping and prostitution, was taught this, was shown this, and no other way, no other option that he could see for him to, to get involved in. Like myself, like several of my friends who now are working a uh, regular uh, tax-paying job that have a wife, have kids, that gone through the same nightmare, maybe in different degrees. Yes, indeed, um, a woman who is prostituted is going through a lot more negative um, things, physically, emotionally, mentally. But now you have the man who, who also um, was denied resources, denied opportunity, denied a lot of the, the same exact things the woman was. And nine times out of ten, they entered the game. They entered uh, prostitution and pimping for the same exact reason. Now, if somebody who makes it out of that lifestyle improves and betters themselves, are they not a survivor of sex trafficking themselves? Just want to put that out there. But rewind back. The different categories of human sex trafficking need to start being defined. The world and advocates and um, the people involved in the criminal justice system have put a blanket over human sex trafficking, the term, and everybody that's with, um, that may fit under that category in some sort of way are looked at 100% the same. And this is not the case. This is not the case, and it needs to be identified. We are judging. We are judging many different groups of people, many different individuals and individual activities under one one rule, one law, one vision. And um, it's incorrect. It's incorrect. There are too many people out here. There are too many boyfriends and girlfriends that are in the game right now that are doing it out of pure survival and have no other opportunity or options visible to themselves. There are millions of people in this world, right? Millions, billions of people in this world. Not all of them have the same situation. Not all of them should be judged the same way. You know, oh man, it's like, I'm, I'm into this social justice, I'm into, you know, law enforcement, law, uh, law enforcement reform, and uh, community, police and community relations. I sit on those uh, San Diego Police and Community Relations uh, Board Commission here in San Diego. I sit on that. I, I actually work with law enforcement, law enforcement issues, and even amongst them, and when I deal with them, I know in my heart that not all police officers are bad. You know, not all. You now you have instances like what just happened in Sacramento with the shooting of that innocent young man, six times shot in the back, false identified. You know, now you have situations like that, and I could easily judge the entire police force in Sacramento by that one incident. I could easily do that, but I know that's not the case. I know there's not, there are wrong, racist, evil individuals, you know, in all walks of life, all different um, jobs and, and, and careers. There are these people everywhere. Same so is it with Same is it with prostitution. The same thing, it applies. Not every pimp is a gorilla pimp. Not every pimp beats his girl, drugs his girl, like these stories we hear. Not every pimp uh, 
does drugs himself. There are some people that are really in the game out of survival, out of trying to make something happen for themselves. Now, as we push the line hashtag in human sex trafficking, I see that a lot. I see sex trafficking awareness. We see that a lot. When do we come with solutions? How do we fix? How do we make this better? How do we prevent somebody from ever getting into the life? Okay, and that starts with the change of our vision. It starts with the change of us putting that box, everybody in that one box. Okay? So back page is down. How do I feel about it? I'm excited. I'm, 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 I'm excited. That's one, although you have women like the one I talked about that's very upset, doesn't know not how to feed her family. Maybe now this is an opportunity for an organization or an individual or even the thought within herself to think outside of what she's doing and maybe go into another walk of life that may be better for herself physically, mentally, and for her children coming up underneath her. Maybe that, okay? And that's where my hopes and my prayers are going to be. Incarceration is not the answer. It's never been the answer, you know. But we must intervene, prevent, and help those that are already in the life to get out and do better. Backpage is a major entity that is just went on its way out. But please believe there are 30 more that are doing the same exact function. But, yeah, so that's, that's my brief uh, podcast slash rant on uh, Backpage, uh, Ayanara, you know. And hopefully, you know, maybe if this is the beginning, they start actually looking at other individuals that run entities like this. With the Hoff guy in, in, in Nevada. You know, one of the biggest pimps ever. You know, we celebrate, um, celebrate, I forget his name, Hugh Hefner. We celebrate Hefner. He's, a, he's an American, he's an American uh, idea man. One of the biggest pimps to ever live. Okay, we celebrate these people. Why? Why are they celebrating? You know, and for all those listening to this podcast, before I end this, I had the, the person of the radio show do this as well. I just left. But go to Google Images. Google Images, type in the word pimp, P-I-M-P, type that in Google Images, and see what pops up, I'll tell you what pops up, but you look for yourself anyway, you're going to see a bunch of people, majority black, and the ones that aren't black are dressed like black men, black men from the 70s. That is the image that Google gives you. When Google pretty much represents a lot of the ideas of America. Okay? So Google's giving you that image of a pimp, a black male, or somebody wearing a costume of a black male from the 70s. Okay? If, if that's the image that Google gives you, but we already know what image is, um, is thought of when you hear the word pimp. So the back page CEO, there's nobody that looks like him popping up, yet he's one of the biggest pimps to ever live. There's nobody like Hugh Hefner popping up, the biggest pimp that I know of. So, and how many girls did he traffic throughout this world, you know, uh, selling sex and sexual exploitation for money? How many more of them are there out there? How many more bunny ranches are out there? How many more of these things, but those are legal? So, so mixed up. Wait, wait, let's decide what's wrong and what's right. Okay? What's wrong and what's right. But yeah, back page once again. I and R. Okay, I'm, I, I'm, I'm one of the people over here applauding this downfall. I really, really am. And 
I'm just glad that that vision is starting to open, and maybe the target range is not going to be no longer just focused on these young black and brown individuals in the communities that I have seen. Let's let's dissect and destroy that box and start realizing the problems and the many different varieties of them, so we can face them and where and 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 what that problem is. We'll never eradicate it. We don't face that individual problem. It's never been okay to just blanket a uh, uh, blanket of problems that's this diverse. All right, I want you all to have a great day. Advocates out there, listen, keep up the fight, okay? And um, open up your vision, open up your mind, and realize that this is something you're really into. If this is something you want to see in or at least put a dent in and stop and save lives. If you really, really want to, and only you know that, you can face it in your heart and look in your heart. Are you one of those people that really want to see this ended? Are you one of those people that really want to help victims of human sex trafficking? Are you that person? Or are you that person that sees an opportunity and a financial come up? That if you start the next nonprofit that does such and such service, that you can win monetarily. Are you that person? Self-awareness. Figure out who you are. Figure out what you really want. You play your lane. Play your lane, okay? Other than that, you're not helping. You're hindering.